In the 2020s, a pandemic crippled the world. Some panicked, some denied it. These two guys stayed home, drank, and watched movies. These are the Jameson Tapes. So I, you, as the host of Coffee and Pie, and the co-host of the Jameson Tapes, mm. uh, have here a very pie stout. Whoa. And this is a shot of Kahlua. Okay. So yeah, I've combined the Jameson Tapes and Coffee and Pie to do a, uh, a bastardized boilermaker of sorts. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not going to actually drop the shot. I'm going to dump it. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. Here we go. Let's do. What's the name of it? Chug, 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 Yes. I just consume. That's that's water. <laughs> water. Uh, is this, this is the part where we say hello and welcome to Well yeah, I think we we definitely transitioned away from the dregs at this point. Because <laughs> I don't want yeah. that has to be part of the normal pocket. Although doesn't dark doesn't coffee and pie normally open with uh y'all singing? Singing something or Oh fuck. Uh Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we got me, Arnie's yo ho. We're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we got me, Arnie's yo ho. Yeah! I added a new wrinkle to the bit when we wrote it last night. Oh yeah? What did you add? Oh my gosh! I just kept finding things around me and making the song about that. Oh nice. It's just like, yo ho, yo ho, a barrel's life for me. I'm made out of wood. You store stuff inside me. Drink up with me. Or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice for Old pearl. That's pretty good. So this oh, is, man. how did you wear it? Darkly? Undercooked Jameson Pie. Welcome to Darkly Undercooked Jameson Pie. This will be released on every podcast feed associated with it. As we got to jump. <laughs> I, I don't think three or four people know the two people that are. No. Or if they do, well, no. They've heard the name. Now, absolutely. You, you, you two are like. We did, we did a copy and pie uh, undercooked. You have been on undercooked analysis before. Yeah, technically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did a. We read the. We read Pie as the Four of Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Uh, for those who aren't aware of the plot of Pie as the Four of Life. Uh, it's about putting foreskin in pie. <laughs> yeah. and, and, yep. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Who wrote that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it, it was a while back, though. Um, yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, it was, it, it was bad. <laughs> did, did, didn't that open with a kiss from a rose? Or no. Uh, did, uh, no, it's Wonderwall you opened up with. Oh, <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like us. Sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something that we would do. Uh, yeah, I think uh, like the bit just became, we just started, I don't think we started off like that, because we, we had songs that you would play at the beginning of those, the first there couple episodes. There was a few episodes, episodes where uh, uh, I didn't give a shit about being content IDs and just started off the episode with like some tuna. Yeah. Uh, I was young. 
uh, dumb and full of no cares about content ID. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, and then, like, it just involved into, like, us doing songs. Uh, Which can still get you content ID. Yeah, if you well. sing it well enough. If we, if we, if we do it well enough. Uh, well. We did a pretty killer Friends opening theme once. Yeah. <laughs> there was a beer in court called Friends. Oh. I think it was a sour, but. How is it not coffee flavored? Wait, that, wait, that is a good question. There was yeah. a beer in court? Court. Court! There oh. probably was a lot of beer in court, too. I was, yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm not drunk, you're drunk, Judge. <laughs> you know, like, the funny part is, you're out of order. You object to that. <laughs> Here's the funny part. That just happened, like, earlier in the weekend where, uh, I, t- like, uh, I said, oh, because David had texted me and I was hanging out with Satan. I'm like, oh, David's at, uh, Cork, he in He's in court? Uh, and I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got scared for a second. There's, a, there's a video out there of when the pandemic, when, when we were in lockdown, um, the courts were struggling to find out how to like hold public hearings because they are trying not to put everything on hold. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a bunch of hilarious Zoom footage out there <laughs> of courts learning how to use Zoom. And in one of them, uh, there's like open public hearings and everyone's kind of filing in one by one. And then the judge just like this, uh, opposing counsel talking, and judge says, "Hold on a second. Whose name is Buttfucker 3000? These You're lucky. I just finished drink- my drink. I was about to spit. <laughs> the, the guy whose like title was like, uh, my name's Paul. Actually, well, why does it say Buttfucker 3000? <laughs> um, and he's just like, just eject some of those. You go think about." <laughs> you go to your room and you think about what you've done. And then yes. the video ends. The video ends with some other dude who's just in the lobby and just starts busting out laughing. Oh my god! He's <laughs> not me. It was that video where like the guy leaves the cat filter on. And it's like, excuse me, uh, just real quick. The defendant has a filter on. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know how to turn it off, but I promise I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> My personal uh, favorite is Damn Randy you bald as shit <laughs> Okay I'm gonna be that person We probably should do intros or proper intros Yeah yeah uh, I was gonna facilitate that But th- thank you Kayla So Kayla is doing Well first of all there's Kayla Hi Kayla Hi Hi Kayla Hi Kayla We love Kayla Yes um, <laughs> There's Alan I'm Alan You probably know who I am I am in most of the shows yes. we're doing today. Take all of the shows. <laughs> three, three you, you've been, you've been, oh, yeah, you've, you've, you've been oh, yeah. in, a, you've been in a darkly lit. You've been in multiple darkly lit. You've been in several darkly lit. Yeah. Horror of Cam Jelly Jam, anyone? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in that one. Yeah, uh, was also in the Electric Boner. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Man, if I could go back and unread a book. <laughs> it would be Lair of the White Worm. Yeah, actually, that's well, true. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's that's abysme. Uh, hi, I co-host the Jameson Tapes. I'm on UCA quite a bit, and I'm also behind a lot of drunken shenanigans that makes its way into UCA. So. Uh-huh. Nice. Like Lair of the White Worm. Uh, also joining us is a longtime associate of UCA and, well, Technically, sort of. Are you taking off? Yeah, I'm taking off. Ah, well, join uh, about to d- depart this to this leave. existence <laughs> is uh, is associate of the podcast and uh, one of my dearest friends in the whole world, Matt Hawley. Hello. Hey. 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 
Exeunt's Matt Holly. Matt Holly is our. That's a picture wrap on Matt Holly. Glad I got to see you for a bit before you could take off. Yeah. For like two seconds. I'm sorry for showing you things. (laughs) I'm not. As you established earlier, it was better than being. <laughs> That's fair. All right, peace out, huh? Nice nice Drive carefully. Nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. That review probably could go on the box for things. It probably yeah, could actually. Yeah, it it's better, better than being in work. work. <laughs> it's probably better than your job. Yeah. Uh, so um, and let's see. Uh, uh, well, that, that that changes one of my plans. I had. I yeah. thought Matt was going to be around a little. But that's okay. We have two guest stars. Yes, we have two guest stars. Uh, we have Marcus. Hey, how you doing? I'm Demarcus, but you can call me the Chocolate Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> People at work is call- started calling me Chocolate Prince. Just specifically so. you, the guy <laughs> listening to this, is Dan. <laughs> that's right, Dan. 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 You are listening yeah. into this, and your name is Dan. You are allowed to refer to him as the Chocolate Prince. <laughs> if you are not named Dan, you will not speak to DeMarcus. <laughs> Dan Stevens. <laughs> Dan Stevens. I will also, I will also grant. I will also grant express permission to Dan Scammell. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a you, Dan that we know. That you will divert. Eye contact from DeMarcus if you are not named Dan. <laughs> Stevens. No. <laughs> Main scale. Too specific. <laughs> uh, and then we have Sean. I'm Sean. Hi, everybody. I'm from Coffee and Pie. Woo! I do, I do the music thing sometimes. Yeah. 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 This is the crossover I don't know if everybody asked for, but it's a crossover we wanted. Yeah. So that's yep. the thing. It's happening. Yeah. And I, all in one room. Yeah. yeah. And I'm your regular UCA ho- co-host, David. Hi. Welcome. And just like uh, UCA, we're all just kind of sitting around a Blue Yeti, as is want for. So it's got the UCA quality, yeah. but it's got the uh, it's got the gravitas of people from several podcasts this all is, in one. Honestly, this is exactly the same setup we use for coffee and pie. <laughs> Blue Yeti <laughs> in the center with everyone around. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We have a hypothetical coffee and pie thing going on, so that worked out nice. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetical coffee is a band I used to play. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sade's, by the way, Sade is floating somewhere nebulously, but just like Sade in, in real life, in, oh. on, uh, in his role on the Jameson tapes, he's, he's just kind of an invisible presence. Yes. But he is here, spiritually. He, he is always here he's with always. everyone. Yeah. And uh, Gracie's here, too. But Hi, Gracie! She's back there eating food. Oh. Yeah. So, um, normally on UCA we read something, but I don't know if I feel like reading something. So let's just chill. How about yeah, that? Yeah, Because what I was thinking of doing originally was since Matt was here, I was going to have you do uh, Splash Mountain, but... Oh. <laughs> but he left, so... Uh, so, uh, I did want to tell a story about my flight in. Okay. Oh, yeah, you were, you told me you wanted to say you were saving this for the, the recording. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... uh oh, this is good. I got, a com- I got a Delta Comfort Plus flight... Uh, which means I got a screen with a variety of movies to to enjoy, at at my disclosure, at my at my leisure. Disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I've disclosed these movies. Thank you. Yes. Um, I, on the eye. Uh, I ended up adding a thirty first movie to my thirty days of Disney streak and watched Inside Out. But that's not what's important. 
<laughs> What's important is that uh, I was traveling with my sister, and she got the window seat. I was in the middle, and next to me, uh, I knew there would, in fact, be a rando. So, so uh, the, the rando seated next to me was a Midwest wine mom. Oh, boy. Um, oh my and God. the row in front of me was all three of her children. Ugh. <laughs> so, go on. Uh, once we got up in the air and I was able to peruse the variety of, of films, uh, I saw that one of them was Smile. <laughs> and I turned to my sister, who had also seen it, and I was like, how fucking crazy would you have to be to when seated next to a random person to start watching Smile? <laughs> the horror movie? Yes. Okay. So we get up in the air, and the Midwest wine mom starts watching Smile. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not the half of it. No. Because from where I'm seated... Uh, I can occasionally glance up and see what the three children in front of me are watching. And one of them starts watching Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to have them on the show? Yeah! Yeah. So, so this little girl, I think, was like, presumably like, oh, a movie about a doll! Executive producer, James Wan. (laughs) So, I see that this little girl is watching Megan, and I, like, look over to her mother seated right next to me, like, what is the etiquette for saying something now? (laughs) Um, What do you think the daughters were? Uh, like, no, like, no older than ten. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Um, so, fortunately... Ten minutes into Megan, she stops watching it and puts on the Lorax. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. So oh, I don't bad, have to bad. say anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was that was my notable flight experience. How, how notable? Well, it clearly was, because now it's here. It's noted. Because <laughs> we started joking about the Lorax later on. Cause... Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say that. <laughs> So maybe not a better choice now that we know yeah. what we know about the rest. <laughs> and now that we know that it's all a thinly veiled uh, version of Hitler's Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Alan had bought as very and very Alan thing to do bought a board game for his sister called Touch or Feel the Mustache. Like mustache. No, it is, mustache touch. Touch. Uh, it is mustache touch game. Yeah. <laughs> which to me is just making out. <laughs> so it's like oh which mustache do you like and he's like I like the ginger Hitler mustache and we're like yeah. kind of looks like the Lars <laughs> yeah if you ever see uh, if you ever see me at Missy B's and ask me if I want to play the mustache touch game I'm on board <laughs> shout out to local Kansas City gay bar references I was like you might want to tell man <laughs> we got out a moment on the plane too where like we had a moment on the plane where I was trying to find a movie to like listen to oh, yeah. sleep yeah. so I'm like my family's from Hong Kong we're big Bruce Lee fans like oh Enter the Dragon's on here I'm gonna put on Enter the Dragon oh hell yeah and I was like okay it was good for a little bit and I totally forgot that there are scenes when there's they a good all- amount of titty in it yeah exactly <laughs> they offered all the fighters like oh here's a woman here's a woman so there are scenes when they're 
you know, fighters getting massages, and there are topless women. And yeah. I look around, and there are, like, people, like, I don't know if they're looking at me, but I can tell that, you know, I have that feeling someone's watching. So I walk up to Mark, and I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm watching the remake of House Party. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did was we synced it up together, and we listened to it together, and just kind of, like... MST3 came throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And it's weird because that's my first experience with any house party thing ever, and now I'm obsessed. <laughs> Apparently, LeBron James is a big part of the new house party film. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's set in his house. Like, that, yeah. Yeah. So, LeBron James is the new king of sequels slash reboots that are probably way too late to be existing. <laughs> and it was weird because, like, you know, in the, in, the, in the movie House Party, they play a basketball game, so, you know, to see if the guy has to pay for all the damages. And you look at the court, and you realize, oh, this is the same court from Space Jam 2. I think this is actually LeBron's house. LeBron's <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, just come. Yeah, come no, that's wrong. Right. I, just don't I don't care. I'm sure my house. Right? I don't care. <laughs> also that movie had like a million cameo like Lil Wayne uh, Walter Emanuel Jones wow like it, it just clicked that you're referring to Space Jam 2 cause I was like when did they go to LeBron James house in Space Jam and I'm like oh <laughs> that's, that's also what I meant when I was like LeBron James is the new king of being in <laughs> yeah. being in sequels slash reboots that are probably way way too late he's like he's like yeah. a diet Dwayne the Rock Johnson speaking of uh, reboots slash sequels that are way too late uh, I just they just announced that they're they're doing formally announced that they're doing Beetlejuice 2 yeah I saw it yeah when other writers come back, are they aging her up? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So Jenna, Jenny Ortega, the girl who's playing Wednesday, is going to be uh, playing as uh, Lydia's daughter. But it's still oh, got Mike. And, and they're bringing back Catherine O'Hara as a grandmother. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara, and of course Michael Keaton is still is still Beetlejuice because he always said, "If I will play this character again, if there's a sequel." And then they waited way too goddamn long. Yeah, yeah. That's what, the what's the what's the plot of that? Like, I mean. Michael King came back as Batman. So this is the first shot that we've seen of Lydia as an adult so far. I know you can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but look it up. Oh, okay. okay. As someone who's been to many, uh, has been to a bunch of horror conventions and all that, yeah, I've seen plenty of older women that look just like that. (laughs) That's true. Um, To echo DeMarcus, what's the plot? Like, where do you go with this? Didn't Beetle just get eaten by a sandworm? Well, there was a at the uh, end, for a little bit after the Beetlejuice movie came out and was successful, they were going to do Beetlejuice goes to the Lion. No joke. Mm. Oh yeah, that was yeah. The premise. Well, of, and they did it. In, they reference it in the cartoon, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but it just got announced either earlier today or yesterday. They are making an It Man five. Which makes no sense because It Man died in It Man 4. So what are they going to do? <laughs> it's a new It Man. <laughs> That's it, it Man Jr. It Man 5. It Man is going to fight the concept of death. Personified <laughs> by Beetlejuice. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> it Man conquers hell. What was that one movie where, uh, oh god, his, um, where the guy was like trying to look for his elephant and there's a long five minute. Oh! oh Unbox. 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 That's yeah. great. The yeah. protector. No, protector, protector, protector. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the other Tony. Jones. I feel like I feel like yeah. I feel like the two of you could like talk a lot about like Hong Kong. Oh my god! Yeah, that one shot where it's just him going up the stairs, it destroying is, everybody. Yeah, incredible. I've seen that clip. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I because uh, really cool. one of my favorite movies is Come Live With Me mm-hmm. from 1966. Uh, it's a beautiful. 
uh, with um, the main character is, I believe her name is uh, Golden Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Or is Golden Sparrow? Sparrow. Because uh, I, I have to, no, so they make a, they made like a movie with uh, with Jackie Chan that's like a, like a, a callback to Wuxia and it's kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they name one of the characters, Gold, like either Golden Sparrow or Golden Swallow to reference this character from Come Drink With Me, and it fucks with my brain. Mm-hmm. But this <laughs> is... Hey, David, can you hand me that bottle I think still has some in it? This one? Uh, does it say Berry Pie yeah, Stout? She's my big man. Right, science. Yeah, that's it. Yep. But this is like, this film is basically, if you <laughs> watch any Hong yeah. Kong action film after this, this film kind of started it all. So like, whenever you see scenes, uh, like, um, I am binge bit so my brain is trying to my memory gets worse when I start to drink so um the movie by Ang Lee mm-hmm. that's very famous yep what's it called Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon thank you mm-hmm. in Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon uh the fight scene that uh, occurs in like an inn that's because of Come Drink With Me mm-hmm. Come Drink With Me started that whole oh yeah mm-hmm. wasn't the wasn't a, the oh. woman who played um the character in Come Drink With Me wasn't she in Crouching Tiger yes she was she's the Jade Fox I believe so, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a, like... Wait, Sean. No, wait. Sean Chi Yi? Oh, fuck me. Hold on, let me look it up. She used to... She was once a ballerina. Oh, Michelle Yeoh. No, it's not Michelle okay. Yeoh. No, she no, was no. also a dancer back in the day. Yeah. Who was also in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, that movie rules. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Chow Yun Fat. He did ballet back in the day. I've seen it in a while. Before I'm shooting people in slow motion. Uh, <laughs> so... Gold, one... Okay, Golden Swallow. That's her name. Uh, Badass that, name. That's that's the main character, and she, there's actually a whole Golden Swallow series. That's that's the main actress. That Chang, Chang. And yes, she was Jade Fox in Crouching Tiger. Right? <laughs> wow. Pay pay um, pet, pet means butt. Pay <laughs> pay. Where's Anna? Uh, the important thing I learned from the Protector is that if anyone ever enters a room and demands to know where their elephant is. You better have a really good fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> or leave immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I gotta leave. <laughs> also, <laughs> because because uh, uh, also if you're gonna watch Jackie Chan films, watch the Hong Kong ones. Yes. Because there was a point. I don't know if this is still the case now in Hong Kong. You might correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. But there was no like laws on not really any protection laws that America has in terms of. Um, and if it wasn't for a very long time. Yeah, it's, it's not that, I don't know if there's any, like, protection laws. It's just that I know that a lot, like, no insurance company will cover him because he's just going to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. It would be too expensive to insure him. But in yeah. the 80s, those laws didn't really, weren't a it's thing. possible. Because mm. um, also, later on, when they filmed Rush Hour, mm-hmm. um, they got away with, and they were in Hong Kong, they got away with so much shit because yeah. there wasn't a the law. Yeah. So, mm. Jackie Chan could do whatever the fuck he wanted oh, yeah. and could mm. fight, like, he was... When he was fighting in those films, he's legitimately fighting in those films. When he's doing those stunts, it's legitimately him. In some of those films, he broke his leg, and he's wearing, like, something to cover it up to act like, nah, I'm not wearing a cast. I've seen that. Rumble in the, yeah. yeah, Rumble yeah. in the Bronx. He jumps on, like, a yacht thing, right? Yeah. yeah. He breaks his ankle or hurts his shin, and he's like, all right, we gotta keep doing it. So they put a cast on it, put new pants... Yeah, like, yeah. He just does it again. Color it to look like his sneaker. Yes! Exactly. Yeah. 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 Legend, Legend of Drunken Boxer is the one where he almost burnt all his fucking flesh out. Oh yeah. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He does the craziest ass stunts. That's so baffling. Also, weirdly enough, um, there's also a uh, drunken. Uh, is it drunken master? I 
There's yeah. Drunken Master, and then there's Legend of Drunken Master. That's the second so, one that came out. Le- like, I think the Legend Legend is a better film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the first one is it's an older film, and it's definitely of its time. The second one actually addresses like alcoholism and his journey, like trying to find the balance between drinking too much and all that. And it's very well beautiful, kind of a nice film. He drinks gasoline at yes, the end of the does. movie. That's how insane it is. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's still bomb. Fuck wow, so. it's great. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Did anyone play the video game? I tried. Master? No, it's a, just called the Jackie uh, Chan. Uh, Jackie Chan's not master. I remember yeah. seeing yeah. it. I've never played oh it. Oh my god! It is. Ex- it's been a while. I have to wonder if it's still. It's been a while. It's been a while. But it was funny. <laughs> at one point, like if you unlock like whatever 100% secrets or whatever, you just you unlock Drunken Master, and you're just like stupidly overpowered. But they, <laughs> to their credit, they mocapped it really, really well. Like it's all incredibly fluid drunken movement. It's really cool. Um, and then the, uh, another good one. Uh, oh my goodness, who directed Face Off? James, John Woo. I actually saw John Woo's Hong Kong films before I like saw... Like Hard Boiled and all that? Yeah, I saw Hard Boiled first before I saw Face Off. <laughs> uh, Face Off, a legitimately fantastic film. Oh, it's film. fucking great. It's, it's batshit, though, isn't it? Okay, it's like, and it's yeah. Nicolas Cage pretending to be John Travolta and John Travolta pretending to be Nicolas Cage. And it's, it... And then John Woo is doing his John Woo thing, and it's... It's John woo <laughs> So, so John... Here's what I've, I've learned. John Woo's favorite film of all time is... Catch uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenny so fan, that was really good, but this so time, can you do it to a Kenny Loggins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, it, it's always, it was always John with secret desire to get Rodney Dangerfield. Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> but he gets no respect when he's hurt. His favorite film of all time is uh, The Wizard of Oz. Oh. Weirdly enough, so. So is David Lynch. So is it. David Lynch and, yeah, two very diff- different directors, and their favorite films are The Wizard of Oz. But because he loves the Wizard of Oz so much, he tries to make all the like fight movements very choreographed, similar to like how the Wizard of Oz has the musicals all choreographed and shit. Very highly choreographed. Yeah. Okay. Also, he fucking loves his doves. Oh yeah. And yeah. He loves yeah. having his fight scenes in the weird, in like these innocent, like he. I guess the the idea is innocent places like a hospital or a church or whatever. You know? <laughs> Doves at a church in a hospital. Yep. <laughs> a dove sanctuary yeah. at a church in a hospital. Still doves in the fucking hospital. If they were gonna, if they're back, we're going back a little bit. Um, as far as new Beetlejuice movie goes, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> um, Can I just say one thing though? Huh. You know, Kayla and I got married in a place where they filmed a scene from Face Off. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Was so. it the church? Yes, it was. It was the church. <laughs> So, Except the church, they filmed part of that church scene in a um, it, oh my god, uh, like a, a, a club, like an old ballroom in um, uh, kind of near uh, it was it's like a state beach ballroom reception room. I don't know the fuck that they, they redecorated that it. They call it, a, they call it a beach bathhouse. It's a bathhouse. Thank you. So, so they remember. call it a beach bathhouse. Right, right. It was from the ni- in the nineteen thirties. It was actually a bathhouse. But what it is now is like it's a venue. It's but, a venue. Like, to, yeah. to describe that like building today, you're like. I, but they used they used that some of the space the same space we got married in and had a reception in 
was the same space where they sh- shot that part of Face Off, which yeah. is amazing. There's a That's building where two and it was haunted moments in my life occur. The building where two of my fondest friends uh, joined together in marriage, and it's also a building where part of Face Off was. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that because it's, it's, it's forever something I will mention is like oh by the way in hindsight we got married in a place where they felt face off but in California in California man yeah it's a crazy it's a weird place California I guess the next best thing is if, if we had, if we really wanted film pedigree we could have gotten married in Bronson Cave <laughs> uh, but Alan you were saying sorry oh Beetle Geese have we said his name three times by now is he yeah. here on the yeah. show yeah. I love you Michael Keaton who are you um, it's showtime. Nice fucking model. <laughs> in, in the year of our Lord 2023, if we were going to do a Beetlejuice movie, I'd have just liked to see an adaptation of the musical. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. Just get, mm. get, the whole cast is still young enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As someone who, for the most part, like with like several film exceptions, uh, hates Tim Burton. Uh, <laughs> it's, okay. Tim Burton's earlier films are... A lot of earlier films are pretty good, and then there's a point where it's just like, I'm so sick of this. Um, I still like Sweeney Todd. Love Sweeney Todd. I, 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 yeah. And we've, I think you and I have agreed that like Ed Wood might be his best, no, no, objectively his best movie. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, Ed Wood uh, and probably Mars Attacks are tied for me. Oh, oh shit, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I enjoy Beetlejuice. I like Beetlejuice a lot. Even though Nightmare yeah. for Christmas is very overdone... He also so, didn't direct it. He didn't yeah, direct. He, oh yeah, that's Henry Seven. That's Henry right? Seven. Yeah. Yes, he just produced that one. He just produced. It. He wrote the. Um, but yeah, Brandis, I, but. I yeah. within like the past month or so, uh, after seeing it all over uh, TikTok posts about it all the time, because I look up a lot of musical theater stuff on TikTok, and the algorithm has found me. Um, yeah, Thank you. no, I've seen snippets from the Beetlejuice musical, and then sought out the Broadway cast recording, and like. I hate that it slaps so much. It's really good. I'm, I'm very happy that you found it because, you know, I've been kind of on an Alex Brightman kick recently because of Beetlejuice and School of Rock. Yeah. That guy yeah. is like... He was in School of Rock? Yeah, he was doing him. Oh! But not oh, the movie, the musical, the musical. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It That's didn't awesome. get a lot of attention because it was nominated the same year Hamilton was, so oh. Hamilton took oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But School yeah. of Rock Hamilton. is an amazing show. That, that, was oh. a bad, that was a bad year to beat any other show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have even fucking showed up. <laughs> Hamilton, after like that whole thing Hamilton happened with like politics and shit, you're like, yeah, you're, you guys are all fucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. the fact that there was a moment where, was it Mike Pence showed oh, up yeah. one and they stood up and then dressed him? Yeah. And now that's a part of American history and it's like, <laughs> wow. You guys, nope. You and go. now the Tonys, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. show up the award shows at this point. Yeah. Why <laughs> bother? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Alan. Like, the soundtrack is great. Alex Brightman really is his own Beetlejuice. Yeah. And it's great. Maybe my new favorite opening yeah. number so in musical. Oh, yeah. The whole being dead, dead thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later on, after this, uh, show the animated. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll pull that up. The, the animatic by... Um, uh, uh, yeah, oh God. there's yeah. an animatic to it, and it's so good. Hey, Adam Driver, you but killed yeah, Monster. I know about... That's cool, bro. I know about... Uh, there's a whole <laughs> evening with Kevin Smith thing where he talks about uh, yes when he when he kind of became a hot name after uh, Clerks Clerks, uh, Clerks uh, yeah, chasing Amy was kind of what made <laughs> yeah, him. It was, oh, yeah yeah no no but he he was because he got um, hired for the Superman thing before chasing 
Yeah, yeah, Nicholas Cage. Uh, right? No, that's Tim Burton. It was actually people seeing the script for Chasing Amy. Oh, right? okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of made him made Hollywood right. talk about him a little more. Chasing Amy is actually a really good film. It just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this best one's still Dogma. Love yeah. Yeah. No, Dog Dogma's his best for sure. I think Chasing Amy. Um, Jason and I used to walk everywhere. But he was talking about like studios were offering him like actual work. And one of the thing that, things they offered him was Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the joke he says is there is like, do we really need another Beetlejuice? Didn't we say? <laughs> didn't, we, no, didn't we say all we needed to say with the first Beetlejuice? Yeah. Must we go tropical? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just watch Kevin Smith talk like during that whole talk. Oh, it's just it's so enjoyable. And yeah, I, I, the, it, that's part of the bigger discussion about him. Uh, it was the Superman, Superman movie. He oh yeah, working yeah, on. yeah. Oh yeah, I I remember that one. I, I love the fact I had a an ex of mine once uh, said he's like it's amazing that he worked with the most famous illiterate man. <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay, a fucking giant spider. <laughs> spider. <laughs> um, spider. No, that whole discussion is good. Uh, That's a spider room moment. That's what that is. Yes. <laughs> um, that and. Uh, his stories about Prince are, oh, are yeah. some of my favorite things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, those are... Other podcasts we like listening to, please check out. <laughs> <laughs> was that the, uh, the story about Prince? What, what was... So he wanted to use uh, the most beautiful girl in the world for... I want to say uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. And okay. they said... And he tried... He contacted the companies and uh, they said, Prince wants to talk to you. And he's like... <gasps> And then uh, it turned out Prince actually wanted to hire him to film some religious shit. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Film some stuff regarding or surrounding his new album, which was more overtly religious than his previous <laughs> one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right. My favorite part of that story is he's trying to get in contact with Prince regarding uh, getting the rights to this song, and then he gets to talking to Prince, and Prince is like, "I want you to come film this thing for me." Uh, and Kevin Smith, like, eventually agrees to it, and then realizes he forgot to ask him for the rights to the song, and he called Prince back after he had already agreed to film this thing for Prince, and then Prince said no. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Oh, then he invited us in, give some pancakes. <laughs> oh, no, apparently the whole experience was such a surreal experience for him. I'm sure. I just want to say more, because I feel like people yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the evening with Kevin Smith. Uh, it might have been the. I think that was just the first one. Because another one was because uh, he was actually him having a bit of a feud with Tim Burton because uh, I forgot what happened. Oh, um, that again. Just go watch it, but to, to truncate it, uh, Kevin Smith did a comic called Chasing Dogma. The, the which was said mm. between Chasing Amy and Dogma. The plot of that comic eventually metamorphosized into Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, oh yeah. Um, nice. Okay. But there's a scene in the comic that was not included in the movie uh, where Jay is dreaming about a world where the apes take over. And one of the things they do is they take the head off of the... Uh, uh, Lincoln Memorial and put an ape head on there, <laughs> which is how the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes comp movie ends. <laughs> so uh, Kevin Smith like joked about it in an interview that Tim Burton stole his idea, 
and Tim Burton did not take that as a joke. Uh-oh. Well, the way that the person wrote it was as though it was, he were being serious. <laughs> like, he's mad, and all that. Like, he upsetly said, I am mad at him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I was. I thought we were joking, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another funny thing, too, is uh, how he tried, he went to go, um, he heard there was a boycott uh, against dogma in by his hometown. Oh yeah, yeah. He and, wouldn't help. Boy, he, he wouldn't help protest his own film. He asked his wife, and his wife was like, "Are you fucking insane?" So he called up his friend, and his friend's like, "I've been waiting, waiting to do this." Yeah, that's funny. It's like I might even see my mom there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a podcast about Kevin Smith now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets, and then he gets he's interviewed awesome. at the yeah, the press were in on the joke too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny part is the. I think the the thing was this woman is looking up at him and he's like, "Are you him?" And he's like, "No, that's and is pointing to Jesus." <laughs> Are you him? Was Dogma like the last thing George Carlin was in? One of them, like maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was Tarzan two. When did that come uh, out? Oh my Tarzan god! I'm sorry. Was he was the I'm old sorry. I'm one. sorry. Everyone has to remember this. But cars. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's right. He, he was in cars. cars. Yeah. I mean, he was also in Thomas the Tank Engine for a very long time. Really? Him and Ringo, yeah. Him and Ringo Starr were the, 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 the voice conductor. Of the, yeah. Yeah, the voice I did of the not know that. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever seen really the... I do remember that. Have yeah. you ever the, seen the clips where they work some of uh, Carlin's stand-up and, like, his filthy, his filthier stuff oh, into the dialogue of a Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> It's really good. Hey, Mr. Conductor, what do we do today? Shit picks. Like, shit picks. Fuck well, fuck. well, it's like, it's just like, you know, fuck me, said Thomas's driver. <laughs> you, you're oh, fucking decent. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll find that. I'll, 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 I'll pull that shit out of the recording. We gotta my, find that. I remember when my sister was living with us, and we're like, "Oh, let me show you all these mashups," and we show her the Thomas the Tank Engine mashup with like, "Come on, motherfuckers!" <laughs> oh yeah, big, oh, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie yeah, Smalls the Dank Engine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, and she <laughs> laughed her ass off. No, the one she really laughed her ass off was uh, the. Uh, uh, Lazy Town's cake song with uh, oh, that's classic. With Little uh, John. John. John, it works so well. It does. It's, she had it's never heard good. it before. It's an easy way to break a pretty cake. What? What? <laughs> and she, she lost her shit at that. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, seeing someone hear something like that for the first time and then <laughs> lose her shit, it's always like a. That's a sad I wish Matt Holly had yeah. left early because uh, the first time like I ever hung out with him, we were also going to uh, one of the conventions. And he just, he loves mashup music, and he just has a bunch of it, like, just on in his car. Yeah. And one of, like, we listened to a song, and that would eventually become the ongoing joke we had for the Rob Zombie thing. Oh, Bills, oh, yes. everything. But then the one after that, like, I'm hearing, I don't know what the song was, like, what the bass song was, but I'm just like, okay, is Rob Zombie going to show up in this one? He just says no, and a millisecond after that, I hear, wah! <laughs> <laughs> When I was actually coming to pick you up uh, mm-hmm. this the, earlier, I was playing. I was I I, I I whenever I plug my um, phone into the 
car, it always, for some reason, shuffles to a... If it, like, pulls Bluetooth up, it'll pull up a random thing from my music, and I don't know why it does it. But it pulled up Annoyed Grunt by Neil Ciceriga. <laughs> which is, like, you know, every album he does, he's got at least one song that's, like, a, or that's like a mega mash of a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, the Home Improvement theme with, like... Of something from fucking Enya, and also <laughs> like you know, and the Celtic freak on a leash, like like boom, back. Hell, hell, hell. You ever see that Auntie Donna sketch where they do that? They so they have a concert and send in their album, but they start off doing the Friends theme song. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. <laughs> <laughs> and it lasts for like a full minute. <laughs> My claps look crazy on the screen. <laughs> and claps are finished too. Like when they do it, they even say on the mic, that's the joke. It's from that show, friends. We were on a break. Future Marine, I want you to distort all of those claps. <laughs> the, the funny part is as soon- I don't need to be as mean don't, don't you worry I got it the funny part is as soon it. as you mentioned the whole that uh, after the friends thing my brain automatically went to I've got a confession oh yeah because it flows right into uh, yeah. fucking uh, which one was that uh, best best oh yeah no that, I know it's Food Fire but like the just the, again, I like that the mashups have a weird consistent theme to them mm-hmm. like the fact that best is just everything and then of course like um, there's the one that opens with the starting line, and it's just every it's like as many yeah, it's stuff a bits of just like opening lines from songs into it. <laughs> That's the reason. Song. Whenever I, I can no longer hear, just this is the story of a girl without immediately looping around again. <laughs> this is the story of a girl. This is the story of a girl. <laughs> well, based off of what we were watching earlier today, I can now know. Like, if I ever hear the name Fred Durst, I'm just going to think of him rhyming girlfriends with squirrels in. Girlfriends with squirrels in and just in. It always, like, makes me just seeing Fred Durst do that, like, opening for, like, Roland. Like, it just, he looks so fake. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) His face is all... Over extra animated. <laughs> Keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. No, it's as someone who has a few Limp Biscuit tracks in head in my head that I think fucking slap. Um the times where Fred tries to actually rap are no good. <laughs> I, I just hear like you gotta say was like I say this with all the love in my heart. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Honey, no. <laughs> Honey. Uh, honey. No. Aren't you adorable? Pats <laughs> uh, on the head. Oh. Gold star, Trace sticker that says you tried. <laughs> Bless your heart. I will, be, I will say I was that sad kid who heard the Biscuits version of Behind Blue Eyes before the Who's version. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this song's not bad. And I heard the Who do. I'm like, who's copying this? What was the... Um, what was that Limp Biscuit? Oh, hold on. The... Um, it was on Mabim Bam where they're talking about... Oh, uh, Lip Biscuit no, Skank Boy. Walkman. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> they're talking about um, the, uh, the iPod, the iPod. Apple presentations. Yeah. And, then, and for some reason, the, the iPod only has stuff by Lip Biscuit or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it led to... I need to skank this so hard. I'm, how am I supposed to do this without my lip? <laughs> it, it, it was, it was 
was a guy like that was heading uh, those. Tim Cook. Tim, like Tim Cook's like, fuck this, I, I'm, I'm done I'm with. Going on tour with this. I'm going to play this skate boy now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, why do I want anything else? I just need a hot dog. <laughs> what were the names of the albums? The hot dog okay. water and there was oh. three, okay. There was three dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> um, something the hot dog flavored water. Was something there was, in the hot. There was one before. Uh, the most popular one was between. Uh, I mean, I know there was a chocolate starfish or something. Chocolate starfish no, and the hot dog flavored water. Starfish, uh, hot dog flavored water is their third album. Their most popular one was the one between it, and it didn't have a very good al- memorable album name. Certainly not as memorable as chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> that was yeah. it. I'm, I'm um, looking it up right now. But, yeah. <laughs> yep. most, so it's uh, Significant uh, Other. Yep. $3 bill, y'all. Significant Other. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Results Super, may vary. Gold Cobra. And the album that it came out with two years ago, it's called Still Sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do still suck. <laughs> <laughs> and living up to it. It's so good. <laughs> At least you embraced it, I guess. I don't know. Everyone <laughs> just comes up on stage and listens to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> like, Am I supposed to get by if I don't have my limp? <laughs> that was like my one of my favorite Bim Bam clips for the I longest time. Although the, the the reason I got introduced to them besides the Adventure Zone was the, the one where it was just them uh, talking about game strategies related to uh, the gambler. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's where they're, you know, they're just going along and they talk about strategy. Like, you got to go to Kakariko Village, race against Dumpey, and then die in your sleep. <laughs> cool. Now we're talking about po- other podcasts yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. That is about it's all right. of our podcasts. Yeah, that's, that's about as. Yo, yeah. dog, I heard you like podcasts. This is probably the most meta episode ever. I mean, you got like multiple podcasts into one, and we're just talking. Yeah. Welcome to a podcast featuring multiple podcasts, and it's about podcasts. <laughs> Starring Fred Durst and Kevin Smith. <laughs> Featuring a cameo by Alex Brightman. Now, now I know y'all be loving this shit right here. <laughs> Kevin Smith on here. No, but yeah. If you ever wanted a perfect example of the weakness of when Fred actually tries to rap, um, there's the uh, remix version of Roland at the end of Significant Other. Um... Where he, uh, it's him, DMX, Method Man, and Red Man. And oh he's God. so clearly outclassed in oh. every <laughs> Why? Why would he, you step into the booth at that point? He yeah. should have been like, ah, Dude, I probably uh, should I'm out. Just put the mic no. down on the ground and walk. <laughs> I'll be behind the mixing board, guys. You go for it. That That's being fine. said, probably the limp- best Limp Bizkit uh, <laughs> is the one he did with Method Man uh, in Together Now. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I'll be over here on my Limp Biscuit Defense Force uh, (laughs) all night. Yeah. No, the the thing the thing we watched earlier about uh, uh, oh Run DMC Run DMC yeah I thought it was funny that like they say Mike D Mike D made the beat and then once they found out it was Ad Rock oh Ad Rock yeah Ad Rock made the beat and. And then they said, as soon as that, he found out that uh, Biscuit was going to, or Fred Durst was going to be on there, he said, yeah, yeah, take my name off of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, That's yeah. fair. Like, <laughs> this one's on me, you guys. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still give me your Please money. Please don't let anyone know it's me. 
Yeah, still give me my money, but like, uh, don't tell nobody I did this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being of the Beastie Boys, I saw Guardians three, and yes. uh, it had really <laughs> interesting. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I have, I'm not spoiling. Neither have I. There has to be. A, uh, so I always get excited whenever I hear a Guardians of the Galaxy movie comes out because it's not because of the movie, but the soundtrack. Oh yeah, because usually the yeah. soundtrack slaps. Uh, it's a good. They're always good mixtapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't had a chance a to listen tape. to the, the volume three one, but uh, I know I'm going to have to sit down and. and listen uh, it has a yeah. fantastic Beastie Boys needle drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a Faith No More needle drop. What? Wow. Um, and the movie overall is clearly Marvel letting James Gunn do whatever the fuck he wants to do. So, <laughs> to a degree, to a degree previously unseen in the MCU. So, That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was one Guardians of the Galaxy is saving, like, classic rock music. Yeah. And it's weird because I work at a piano bar, and there are some youngins in there. Like, at one point, uh, we had a player who was freshly 21. Like, you heard right. it here first, folks. A lot of underage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Kid beer ruined my fucking life. <laughs> but, uh... There was a player there, and she's like, oh, we have to play the Guardians of the Galaxy song. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's Wait. like a million times that yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, which one? And she's like, you know, the one that goes, when I had you to myself, and I went, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the name of the, you call that the Guardians of the Galaxy song? <laughs> oh my god. You old. You know, uh, right? Too late. Yeah, oh, I, another song I love in the new Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, in the meantime, by Space Hog. Because uh, the vo- the two first two volumes, I mean, all the songs slap. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It does help that uh, I I've known quite a few of the songs because um, my dad was a huge, big music fan. He actually was a singer in the or sang in like the seventies and eighties and all that. Nice. And um, uh, so I grew up with a lot of like seventies and eighties music. So I was like, yes, more of this shit. Mm, mm, yes, but just. Put that into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blue Sky, fuck yes. Yeah. Brandy, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy's hilarious because I, I feel like, I, with the exception of the cor- chorus, whenever I start to like quote it, I just kind of go, I just kind of mumble everything. <laughs> so I'm mean, like, I mean, Brandy, I'll be like, you know, Brandy, so, Brandy, 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 Soundtrack. It's all 70s songs and they all slap. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Here's another sad fact about me. The first time I ever heard Living on a Prayer was from the first Charlie Sings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the first time for everything. Oh, right. Um, like, uh, it includes, there's, oh my god, uh, it, it includes like Barracuda. Barracuda. I'm trying to remember the one song where. <clears throat> like the the whole it's one of those songs where the beat is not that much of a beat but the reason the song is increased is because it sounds like there's a club in the back r- background mm-hmm. yeah uh, I can't yeah. remember the oh yeah the one that uh, Sam yeah, Rockwell dances to to be free yeah, yeah. Based on the based on that, you might have, you. I want to get your some opinions here because mm-hmm. we were um, we were talked about this a little bit on the cruise because um, 
Because your piano bar uh, reference reminded me of the fact yeah. that one of our my favorite nights on the cruise was the second night when we went to the Cadillac Lounge. Yes. And, and that woman was doing like the woman at the piano, Lenore. Yeah. She was doing like mo- she was doing like movie trivia where she'd start to play a song from a thing and then we'd have to shout out the movie mm-hmm. and then she ended it with fucking candle on the water from Pete's Dragon <laughs> fucking cry because it's candle on the water and it's beautiful. I actually, but, I actually, so she's like it was also in Pete's Dragon too. And I'm like, but it was also in. Is she okay? She's fine. Yeah, she's she's a dog She surprised herself. Oh yeah, and then I, I did my. I think she sco- she scooted her pillow into a weird corner. Oh, yeah. she's fine. Um, so. And I was also in Pushing Daisies, and she's like, what's Pushing Daisies? And I'm like, let me tell you about a great TV show Mm -hmm. that ended way too soon. I've been meaning to watch that at some point. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. (laughs) I think my favorite thing about that is that this whole episode is kind of a, uh, from what Kayla's told me, is a low-key tribute to to Pete's Dragon. And um, it's because they have like an acapella cover of Candle on the Water in there. Mm -hmm. But the narrator for the show is Jim Dale, who played... uh, uh, Doc Terminus, the villain in Pete's Dragon, mm-hmm. and apparently they did they this without him. knowing. They wrote this episode without knowing that they had cast the villain from Pete's Dragon as their narrator. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I was in that." And they're like, "What? We <laughs> <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I think you were in this." He's like, "I'm the villain." And he's I, like, yeah, "What?" <laughs> but but the, the point I was going to make was so, and I want to get the room's opinion on this. Mm. Uh, so obvious. So in, at Walt Disney World. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster, which was normally just oh, yeah. Aerosmith, right? Yeah. Is, they're, they're gonna have it be just kind of a, they're, they're not gonna have it just be Aerosmith anymore for obvious reasons. Good. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. They've talked about, oh, we're gonna do Queen instead. And I'm like, okay. I feel like that's a missed opportunity because if the Guardians rides are any evidence, people love to go on the rides and have thrill rides where randomly you get a different bits of classic rock. Yeah. So yeah. we were like talking about what would be really awesome as a mixtape to have for different songs on like rock and roller coaster. I want to get your opinion. Okay, what do you think so would be actually, amazing? I had a conversation about this with <laughs> okay. a friend of mine at the piano bar because she heard the rumor that it was going to be high school musical. I said, no, to be a thing. I thought about I'm like okay, let's think about the ride and let's think if there's a Disney movie that we could put into it. It's about a road trip going to a concert in time. <laughs> so why don't we make da, it a goofy da, movie? Da, and then make da, it a power Because I will fucking go on that da, da, every day. Like, the problem is there's only... There's only two power lines on. You get standout or eye to eye. Or Lester's uh, Possum Park. <laughs> Well, the well, best song of the movie on April first. Well, uh, they also have a couple of songs that I feel more like musical numbers than anything is on the open road. Oh, yeah. and Nobody then also you, you uh, which again they're more musical numbers than anything, and they're not really <coughs> fitting for a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, because I told David, I'm like, why are they doing Queen? Why it's like, why not just do a whole collection of rock songs and just make it seem like you're going to a rock. Mm-hmm. Through the ages, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cover different eras. We were trying. We were naming names. I thought this is my personal choice, and I would like to like roundtable this a little bit, get people's ideas. Because you know, if you know rock and roller coaster, you have an idea of what it is. I argued that Ace of Spades by Motorhead would be amazing. Yes. Ario uh, <laughs> Speedwagon. I was thinking. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I suggest because I was trying to think of some two thousand songs, and I Seven thought, Nation Army. Yeah, I suggested Seven Nation Army. 
Um, I always wanted to go on a rock and roller coaster or, or Guardians of the Galaxy with either like Bad Reputation or anything ACDC. Oh, oh, Bad Reputation yeah. would be good. I actually suggested Barracuda for. A- that's why. That's why I thought of it because you mentioned Barracuda earlier, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, Bar- Barracuda would be amazing mm-hmm. on rock and roller coaster. There's like a weird like spiral or corkscrew or something. It just had to play YYZ by Rush. <laughs> 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 What's happening? What were you saying? This drum solo is like 40 minutes long. <laughs> Al, what were you saying? Uh, first, my controversial opinion. Okay, okay mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, I think ACDC post Bon Scott is one of my least favorite bands of all time. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, I, you I heard love, it here, I folks. Love, I love Bon Scott era ACDC. Long way to the top. Um, uh, secondly, uh, less controversial opinion. Uh, the reason I thought about that recently as I was listening to one of my favorite classic rock songs and the, it auto-played into new ACDC and I audibly said, Ew! <laughs> 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 uh, the, the, song, the song I was listening to and it is my pick, it's the song Surrender by Cheap Trick. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh that would be awesome. Because uh, oh, yeah. I was trying to think of songs throughout the year, but I also wanted to mix it up so it wasn't just all. Because unfortunately, rock gets very dominated by male, male, male. Sure. And yeah. I wanted some, at least some female singers. I thought Barracuda was a good one. I yeah. think something by Joan uh, Jett would be great. Yeah. I, I love rock and roll. Yeah. If I'm uh, thinking of, of the, the, the hypest, one of the hypest songs on the planet, I, I picked. I've been drinking. That's um, we all uh, have. Kickstart My Heart by Mom. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, oh damn! Uh, Cherry Bomb. Yeah, I I feel like I'm surprised Cherry Bomb hasn't been used on a Guardians of the Galaxy ride because that's one of the. Yeah, it is it because it was in the movie? It was used in one of the movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so if so was. It, the, the extra for hard mode though you can't pick something that's been used in a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. ride yeah because those are already being used on other rides right right right, right. Yeah. I really just uh, start my heart only got used in the game <laughs> I, I, I feel like um, the problem is is also trying to make sure it feels separate from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah too mm-hmm. like Guardians of Galaxy uh, we actually know an Imagineer who worked on the Guardians of the Galaxy right and I asked him like well how'd you come up with rides it's like we try to think of songs that feel like it would be part of the soundtrack that we could get the rights to. Yeah. But still is that to... is that why they had like like Tears for Fears, for example? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, but it also fit going up and down. I would um, really just want to fuck with people. Like the opening where you're like going up, I would just like play Raining Blood or something. So when it was Twilight Zone Tower Terror as a kid, I actually got excited when I heard about this for Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Uh, as when I was a kid going on the um, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror ride at California Adventure, um, I actually always thought of uh, Let's Go Crazy by Prince, and I actually would play that and blast it while I'm going up and down on that ride, just so, and because I found a point where I could get it in tune with the nice. up and down on the ride. Are gonna let the, the elevator break us down? Oh, oh no, no, let's, let's go, go drop. Down. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. That's what I did, mm. yeah. I just I, I figured it out that way. And I later on we heard, oh, it's being torn down, they're gonna make Guardians of the Galaxy. David got upset. I said, Well, at least they're keeping the better one in Florida. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I think honestly the Twilight Zone Tower Terror. Well now they're really keeping that one. Yeah, Florida. they better. <laughs> so Well they already have a Guardians they already have a Guardians ride in Florida now, uh, so they don't need to replace their tower no. with a Guardians ride. Uh, so so I was just like, Okay, whatever and then I heard like, Oh yeah, there's gonna be um, rock music into it. And I'm like, 
Shut the fuck up! So, no way! So, uh, my less likely choices are going to be stuff like Hit the Lights by Metallica. Um, <laughs> there needs to be a Do list. Frantic. Tick, 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 talk. What's that one, uh, what's that one joke song that you said? It was by a real band, but it, it was the, oh, the Coca-Cola, uh, Cocaine Coca-Cola, um, Oh, no. Uh, I Want You by Savage Garden? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do listen to that song quite a bit. Um, and, then every, and then all the kids writing, they're writing, oh, it's the ending to JoJo Part 4. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the Nickelback. <laughs> this is how you remind me. No. Uh, uh, Can uh, fucking Creed in the there? Fucking- He's talking you about the fucking she keeps me up song. Oh, yeah. yeah, she keeps me up. Little my friend will meet again. Now I'm just thinking. I'm fucking like a monkey. She's a twisted trickster. <laughs> I mean, I, Disney's not afraid to ghost her. Because there was actually a point. And I Use guess, ghost, you cowards. Yeah. <laughs> there was a point within, uh, in Disney history for a short period of time. And I, I'm so glad I got to ride both these rides when this happened. They got fucking... Hot red chili peppers. Red hot chili peppers. Red hot chili. Fuck off. We're blind eye. We knew it. Sorry, I'm colorblind, alright? <laughs> red hot Doors chili down peppers. three. We got red hot chili peppers. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else loves their words. I just do shit posts. Let's take her third blind eye. Third sorry, blind eye. <laughs> red hot chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot red Okay. They actually had uh, Stone Pilot Stone Temple. <laughs> they had um, Space Mountain in tune to the song Higher Ground. Yeah. Ooh, and cool. they had uh, the at the time it was Rock and Roller Coaster, now it's the Incredicoaster. Or no, it's not Rock and Roller Coaster. Fuck me. It's uh, <laughs> California's Freeman. Thank you. I'm, wow. I, for, I told you, when I drink, I forget shit. Um, it's all good love. I forgetting what song it was. I don't think it was as good as Higher Ground. Higher Ground. Oh, it was. It was like around the world. Yes, or something it like was that. Around the world. Yeah, it wasn't as good. But what does this have to do with California? And then I think there's one line. It's like and those California women. But the yeah, wild part sure. is like during as you're <coughs> during the Space Mountain one, it's lit up with red, and they have like lights on each uh, on the like. Uh, screen. The ride showing, but like the lights are showing women dancing, and like, and it's like the, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Forget hyperspace mountain. Yeah. I want red hot chili peppers mountain but, again. There's also lights, red, red lights light flashing, so mountain. you can see everything. <laughs> so that, the, the only issue is you can see the whole track and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. 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 Oh, so in Hong Kong, there is a theme park called Ocean Park, right? And they have uh-huh. a really good roller coaster called Hair Razor. Nice. And uh, I went with my family and I rode with my mom because my sister can't do heights. But uh, they play whatever song they want to play and it's uncensored. So when my mom and I went on this ride, they started playing Party Up in Here by DMX. (laughs) And it was the greatest experience of my life. Just going through loops. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up in here. I was like, Mom, don't listen to the lyrics, but this is so good. (laughs) I'm on this slap. 
laughed so hard. <laughs> My mom has gone through so much with me. Like uh, she, she's from New York, and we, you know, we did some Broadway shows, and uh, we did that, like Avenue Q and the producers. Oh, okay. so, yeah. I would look at her every three minutes, like, please find this funny. Please find this funny. Please don't be offended. Please be cool. <laughs> and she was super cool. She thought it was hilarious. I love that. Nice, nice. Uh, I, my mom and I, the first radar movie we saw together was Borat, and that was oh. a terrible Holy experience. shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. We saw it in theater, sorry. Because mm. we've watched radar yeah. movies at home plenty of times. Like, sure, yeah. Like, one of the first movies I ever saw as a kid was, um, was like, Terminator, and, Terminator uh, and I grew up with, like, Blues Brothers, and, mm-hmm. um... Uh, Animal House and all that. That was like, just very short tangent, like, yeah. of all the families I knew growing up in my neighborhood or from school or whatever, everyone's house had a VH- VHS copy of Terminator 2. That was like the one okay, <laughs> super, yes. like, brutal movie that everyone was like, yeah, hey, put that on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, my favorite is either that or True Lies. Yeah. No, you see, you I saw Jamie Lee's uh, movies. Yeah, but it was did, back really? in the day. Did you? That was eighties, PG thirteen. Yeah, I saw those were eighties movies. That was eighties. Yeah, no, Kayla, I, Kayla, they don't make them like they used to. Kayla <laughs> is seriously. No, it's radar. Yeah, okay. I was about like ninety four. Okay, I was about to say everyone is furiously Google searching. Do you see Jamie Lee's boobies? I'm glad, even though this is sort of a this is a crossover episode, we continue. Uh, Kayla talking about actresses' breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, uh, I will say, uh, um, in that movie, when I saw Jamie Lee Curtis there, um, my, and she's doing the striptease and all that, my first thought actually was, holy shit, I hope when I get into my 30s, my body looks that great. Well, so just be fabulously wealthy and have a personal trainer. Exactly. And, you know, and, and lots of activity. And lots of activity. But yes. damn, like she looked, but then also I know she went through like, that too. Yeah. I gotta say though, she still looks pretty good. Yeah. And she won an Oscar really? recently. So. She did, yeah. finally. It's oh, was that for everything? I think everyone, yeah, yeah, for supporting yeah. actress. It yeah. is kind of astounding though that uh that in the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, she stole the movie from mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a very difficult thing to do. At the time, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to get to do the chopper. Get to the chopper. Have I ever, I ever pitched my idea my for wife. the last Conan movie that should ever be made? No. no. Uh, we, we talked about it while we were crazy drunk once. Do you know the Dewey Decimal System? So, like, there's two Conan movies, and the first one's the best one, of course. But then we never got our third, and they always just tease it like, and then, you know, it ends with Conan sitting on his throne. But that's a story for a different time. Mm-hmm. We never get closure. And then they rebooted it with Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's a fun movie. Yeah. I like it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's a Conan movie. Would you, would you I, count Red Sonia as a Conan no. movie? No. No. <laughs> they, they cross them over and <laughs> Absolutely not. But I'm like, okay, you know what? Schwarzenegger's old. Just have him be old Conan on the throne, handing it off to his son, Mimosa, young Conan. Mimosa. <laughs> Mimosa. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> Jason Mimosa. Jason Mimosa. <laughs> Hey guys, how's it doing? Just put a little okay, you know what? When you open, when you open your wine. fucking tiki bar in Kansas City, you're gonna have a drink the called Jason the Jason Mimosa. Mimosa. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there it is. But yeah, that's Jason my Mimosa. Oh, I came, I came up with the name for that bar. Uh, oh, good. I want to call it the Landlocked Luau. Ooh, nice. There it is. 
Yeah, and give me did. my third Conan movie, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you money. There's seven dollars. We've been at this for an hour and ten minutes. When does it? When does the episode end? How do we it end? Doesn't. I don't know. It, uh, no, we've we, done like welcome to the first nine-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our twenty-four-hour Twitch live stream. All right. <laughs> you um, you almost made it too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a couple Crazy more suggestions. Mm. I'm gonna throw. Well, maybe this will this will help. I'm gonna throw mm. a couple more suggestions to the um, rock and roller coaster soundtrack. Mm. Right. Oh, mm. I had one more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one that would never happen. <laughs> the metal by Tenacious D. Yes. I would love Alan, that was legit. Right. One I was gonna say because I was like, you could probably find a way to censor it to make it work. Yeah. Now you know what? Do fucker gently. Well, they don't cuss in the metal. They don't. Well, yeah, except for it's right. ever saying that you know it comes from hell, but no oh, well, whatever. Well, I mean, Sean just told me that was hellfire. Sean just told me that there was a toad in hell. Man. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If no, you I'm ride saying. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you yeah, you go to Christian Hell. It's a fun little experience with Brian's Christian dad. We're gonna miss his Splash Mountain. I'm glad we got to ride Splash Mountain one last time. My clothes are still soaked in the bag at the hotel. Okay, my right shoe is still. Damn, it's, it's a fun little experience where you drive a car with a frogman and then you go to the Christian hell. <laughs> I was about to say, like, if they can get away with that. Listen, and listen. The, and this goes all the way back to the piano bar thing mm-hmm. because I went to my first piano bar two years ago, mm-hmm. one year ago. I mm-hmm. uh, loved it. And oh, yeah. um, uh, my, my brother in law, who was in town, and it was like the reason we even went because he loves it, uh, said, I, you know, all I want, I just want, I have one request and it's for them to play Mulan. Um, uh, make a man out of you. I play that song once every month. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And like the entire, entire building erupted. Everybody knew it. And it was fucking beautiful. And I realize now it's because no one in here is a Zoomer. And they probably wouldn't know it. And at some point, we're going to be requesting songs of, oh god, you don't know this, do you? And yeah, uh, my Disney upbringing was going to Christian Hell with Mr. Tuck. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because... It's just different back then. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I know that uh, Darren Chris has a piano bar in New York. And he mentions And it's very true. He's like, yeah... Like, the bar's gonna go nuts if you play, like, Piano Man or Don't Stop Believing. But the Sweet. second you throw out a Disney song, it explodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. weird because, like, we have managers <clears throat> just like, are, are, like, you're playing Disney songs. Is this professional enough? For, like, have you seen the reaction they're getting out there? Yeah. 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 People are lining up. Yeah. I mean, again, for, for me, we were on a Disney cruise, and the fact that whenever a Disney song came up, it was like, she was like, kind of like, okay, I'll play this. But then, like, she voluntarily ended the set. Of all of just movie songs with a beautiful rendition of a song that most people don't know from Disney, which is Candle on the Water. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, good, Pete's Dragon, represent. Yep. Uh, Kayla, I hope you appreciate this, but if I do Let's Go Crazy and I have to vamp, I will add the DuckTales theme song to it. Yes. yes! I think my favorite part from that night, though, was still, um, like, someone put up a request, like, second one or something, that it was like... Not yet, man. Let me warm up. Oh, yeah. And then the, he goes away, and his sub comes in, and then the sub comes out, and he comes back, and he says, all right, I'm ready to do the one with Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> and, does, and does the song, and, like, during, like, the breakdown, just, like, slams the uh, the, the, the keys covered, like, up against a boom, boom, to keep a beat. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> was it? It was so good. Cool. It wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't nice. me. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. I was, there was some comedian on TikTok I saw recently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was weird. I was at. Uh, <laughs> that whole part was so good. 
I love those songs. And that's okay. Yeah. Same with like Laffles Wumble and Puddle Wumble. Still, that was after that. Laffles Wumble and Puddle Wumble. I sound like Stitch. It was there for my incarceration. I'm sorry, what? Um, that, that's the, you're my darling. He's, and he's trying to give advice to him because well, that's why he always like fucks up because he has Shaggy as his fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. advice giver. You can't have was me. You said what? <laughs> she caught me in the bathroom. I, I didn't... the same wasn't you. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you don't do that. Um, well, you, Since you, we were talking about British comedy earlier with like Monty Python and everything. Do you ever watch Big Fat Quiz on Channel Four? Uh, oh, I did. I, I used seen to. clips. Okay, you yeah, like Big Fat Quiz of the Year? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I remember there was to. one question where they were talking about. My like, ex is really into yeah, that show. Or they were talking about like Shaggy, and it was just like, what were the things he were doing and he was caught. And I remember it was Richard Iowa and Noel Fielding. It was like, where was he being caught? Best team. Yeah, it was like, uh, oh, easily. In an airplane hangar, in a tiger cage in a zoo. Because <laughs> it's one of those, if you don't know the answer, you just troll the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Richard and Noel are the best team. I, I've seen, like, it's a clip of uh, Richard goes on, like, this terror about people stealing his candy and just, like, steals half of the episode of just complaining about that. <laughs> it's funny the meds are amazing. Uh, this guy was the dumbest. Yeah, how could I forget that I had so many really. How did you forget, dude? <laughs> I was drunk. And a lot of drinking involved, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That song developed uh, kind of a bad reputation about being about gaslighting. But he does come clean at the end. Yeah. He doesn't listen to his asshole friend who is Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy doesn't listen to Shaggy about gaslighting this woman. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Boombastic. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what cracks me up is uh, if you're, you know, uh, Land of a Billion Drums by uh, Outcast. Yeah. Yeah. The Scooby-Doo. There's literally a line where they compare, they actually compare the two Shaggy's like, Shaggy got that Boombastic. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what was that one movie with uh, the guys from Workaholics they were working at like a hotel game, game over game over yeah and yeah. Shaggy ends up being in that movie <laughs> and it was just like alright I have one request what is that I want Shaggy to sing it wasn't me <laughs> yeah. as the McElroy brothers uh, explained recently ladies and gentlemen it's Shagworth Boombastic <laughs> <laughs> Shagworth Boombastic well it's because of them I, it was, I, admittedly I don't know as much about it but when they mentioned that it, it is, his name is Shagworth Boombastic my brain smash cut to that part in Outcast, you know, Shaggy got that boombastic, and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, oh, I see. Of course, the other part that I love in that is the part where they're talking. Me and Shaggy dressed in the back, or dressed in all, all in black, strapped, and I'm like, whoa, Damn. the idea that like they stole the whole set. Man. They have to go after the no, snack, and they're, they're sitting in the back of the mystery machine, getting ready to go. <laughs> Dressed in black, <laughs> strapped. This is the song. Even Shaggy black. having a gun is a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this was a song that was used for the Scooby Doo soundtrack. In the movie. land of a million drums, there is always something going on. Okay, okay. Oh. Favorite Outcast song? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Roses. Yeah, I was going to say Roses too. Oh, Either Roses or Miss Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. I would say hey uh, but I've been playing that all the time. I just got yeah, out of it. No, no one picked my two choices. Well, well, I mean, but I was also choice. thinking about. Uh, I was also thinking about um, uh, the one with uh, K- uh, Killer Mike. That's uh, what I was gonna pick. Uh, the, the whole world, yeah. Yes, oh, thank you. Love that song. Also, also, fucking bombs over back. Yeah. Yeah. Bombs over back. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with roses and plant a million drums. So David and I do a Halloween playlist every year where we um every so for thirty one days he and I switch off between playing like we'll share like songs with each other. It's like, okay, what's your Halloween song? And then we that was the Halloween song he chose for last year. One of the Halloween songs he chose for yeah, yeah, Lennon a million drums. I'm like, oh, I, this is one I hadn't thought of. Like, suddenly it came back to my recollection. I'm like, oh yeah, here you go. Have have some out. We're gonna put Outcast on this playlist, and now yeah. it'll forever be there as, as from uh, the year of our Lord 2022's Halloween playlist. There it is. <laughs> we've been doing we've been doing this Halloween playlist back and forth thing since we first started dating nine years ago. I'm glad you guys do because like you know, rattle off a Christmas song. Mile yeah. fucking wide. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey it's a Halloween song. Most people can think of one. So, so we we also have we also have a, a a playlist of like our favorite Christmas songs, which is very unor- which is more unorthodox stuff generally. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have uh, you know Christmas and Hollis on there because why not? Yeah. Yeah, oh, but also like Squirrel Nut Zippers have, Carolina Christmas. Mm-hmm. Which I is have great. that actual vinyl. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. So yeah. the, the reason it started out that we did the whole Halloween playlist thing was I remember when I was 10 years old uh, and I used to do dancing and we had a Christmas dance show and I said I'm surprised we have never done a Halloween dance show and a friend that I uh, we both did dancing had said well there's not enough Halloween songs out there and I'm like and then my 10 year old brain was like bullshit I will find more uh, tons of Halloween songs so I would just try I had like a whole playlist of it like songs at the ready that had a Halloween theme and then David's like that's when David and I were like, wait, what if we did a Halloween playlist and yeah. we created one and then it started this whole Halloween tradition we do now every year. That's someone is, man. We have hey, if you ever want to hit us up for Halloween music, oh, we got God. you covered. Yeah. Right. Whether it's like old vintage stuff or newer stuff mm-hmm. or obscure stuff. Tell we, me what type of like song you need. It's like, oh, I need something with the, that's devilish. <clears throat> we got you covered. This is something. Yeah, we have the other one people yep. think about. Yeah, the monster and the monster—that's the <laughs> yeah. only one that anyone yeah. ever knows. Yeah, but we, but like you know, it's fun when you're like going through a lot of the vintage stuff and you find like seven or eight different versions of Mysterious Moe's, which is an yeah. old like jazz cover. Mm-hmm. There's like Blues for Jack Dracula by Philly Joe Jones. There's yeah. um, fucking you want you can get Louis Armstrong singing about uh you know a skeleton in the closet like that's there's a lot of cool shit like that old satch just send it to like whoever the, 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 the trumpet player no the no, focus focus oh, and the like, yeah. and Jay Hawkins yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. send it to wherever the, the like, big corporations <laughs> their music because like they'll play the same fucking twelve Christmas songs every year but during Halloween they don't play shit. So yeah. please send it to them well, so I can yeah. get some nice Halloween music. In my and stores. then it gets wild because then, like, um, I, so I always try to add in at least one Oingo Boingo song each year because their <laughs> Oingo Boingo has so many fucking spooky theme songs. Right. But every time Halloween comes roll around, they always have to just play Dead Man's Party, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, it's like. Come on, like. Well, I mean, you know the band so well, you're able to pull out obscure stuff. Like, that first year you did Don't Go in the Basement. Yeah. By Oingo Boingo. I was like, wow. Would Miss You by Blink 182 count? As a Halloween song. Jack and Sally. Uh, And the music video, I'm really thinking about. I need to, I gotta listen to the song all the time. Miss You. Where are you? Uh. Webster Mall, the song. Oh, I hope you guys appreciate this because I do do that song at work and during the break I tell the audience, alright guys, that was great, but this next time I need you to do it 
happier <laughs> with your mouth wide open. And I think maybe like three people anytime I do that get it. And everyone's like, okay, we're going to do it. And those two people are just like, did you just quote Whitest Kids? Like, Hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> if no one's seen that, we might watch it after this. <laughs> There's a couple things we need to watch after this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, would, you, would you guys think that, uh, I mean, I don't know if, if anybody else uh, likes um, Steven Universe. Hell yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to the show yet, but I really want to. Uh, I, we got to a certain point and then we stopped. I think we got to the point where White Diamond got introduced and we were just like, and then we just didn't watch the rest of it. Not because we didn't like it, but because we just. Well, there's. Stuff. Like, on the way. Yeah. I, I wonder. Like, I think you might have, at this point, you might have gotten to this song. Um, oh, girl from the donut shop. Um, oh, she yeah. She starts the band and she's like, it's, it's basically like. I'm a good, good, good ghost. Like, she basically, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the one song. where she's like, yeah, that's yeah. actually... I hadn't thought, but that might be a good one. I was like, like, yeah. would, that, would that work for, like, yeah, that, would, Halloween? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm cheating and looking at a Halloween playlist on Spotify. Yeah, so... <laughs> so the we'll send you links. Thriller. I am uh, submitting yeah, my yeah. suggestion for the Monster Fuck by Leo Carpaccio. <laughs> so the one that, Because, uh, like, what, usually it's... There's songs that, are, like, are slapped so hard, even if they don't have that... Full Halloween song. So the sure. one I found uh, was like from the 1960s called um, uh, uh, by Eartha Kitt called uh, okay. Oh, Oh, uh, I'd Rather Be Burned as a Witch. And it's mostly just her talking about like um, she, she's not going to be that girl that uh, basically uh, will stand around and then uh, but the song is basically they say that I'm a witch but I... And, like it has like that sort of theme, but it's not about witchcraft at all. But it's it's slapped so hard, and it's. I'd rather be burned as a witch than never be burned at all. I know we talked about uh, if Missy would count as a Halloween song. Would you count everybody Backstreet's back as a Halloween song because of no, the music video? No, I can't. I, I get what why, but mm-hmm. every but if you listen to it, you don't play Halloween. It just so happens that the music video, video happens at a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, we, there's there's limits we can allow. Like actually, another one that we put in there was uh, a song called um, uh, uh, "Witch for a Night," which again, it's only the only connection is the fact that it says "Witch for a Night," but it's because it's such a like jazzy, funky song. I'm like, I have to put it on there. It's so good, and the fact that they're using the term "witch." That's another do wop. It's another do wop number, right? Kind of uh, like not really do wop. It's just. Oh, just very like it's like almost it's like rockabilly almost. Yeah, right? yeah. You ever see that meme that's like, oh, a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney is actually about a bunch of witches who get caught and they have to like make something up to. <laughs> so like the, the lyrics are like, the mood is right, the spirits up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. Shit, someone's here. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> and they're gone. The party's on. The feelings here. It's only your shit simply <laughs> it's a coven celebrating yule pretty much yeah <laughs> that's oh no the christians are here okay exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't want to get thrown in the lake <laughs> she what the same as a duck but yes yeah, she's made of wood yeah the, the, the most backwards thinking of any time period not one well, not any time but like it's like, oh yeah, if she floats, then she's yep. a witch, and then we'll kill her. Yep. But if she dies, dies then she's, then a, she's a real person, and we already okay. killed her. <laughs> Let me get out of the way that there are not one, but 
two rap songs about Freddy Krueger. What? Um, there's the Fat Boys one. Go and, on. And uh, there's the uh, the fucking one. Uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince did. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince did a Freddy Krueger rap. Yeah, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I don't remember its name, but I'm not crazy. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> he had another thing we have to watch. <laughs> God damn it! I, I talked about something I in the beginning of the podcast. I was crazy. like, okay, we should I watch this. A Nightmare on My Street by DJ Jazzy. Oh my god! I think we added the "It's a Nightmare on My Street." Yeah, I actually, I think I added that to one of our playlists. Did you? Yeah, maybe not. Why don't? No, I don't think so. I would remember. Also, I don't know how many people here have watched Thirty Rock, but I'm also going. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, to be fair, this year we're doing a best ofs from our, our like the last five years of our playlist. We're just pick we ones. Do the, we do this every five years now that like we, that we were like, okay. But, let's, let's but next year, five. these are great suggestions. I'm going to go back to this episode and be like, I'm going to yeah. plumb this. going to remember. <laughs> it, it is a, it's an actual really good song, though. Um, the, uh, uh, there's a Nightmare on My Street. Oh, my God. The one that always pops up uh, is... And I'm always, and they haven't used that on a playlist yet, but on our playlist yet. But I think there's always that bend because it's, <clears throat> it kind of works, but it kind of it's an extension. I get it, yeah. but yeah. Uh, most Rob Zombie songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I well, don't. You can't overdo. Pro- <clears throat> it can't yeah. be Dracula every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you hear Dragula like, like every Halloween. Here's a fun question. My uh, my my fiance works at a theme park as well. She works at the local one, and they do Halloween haunt. And uh, naturally, one, yeah, yes. One song that they play all the time recently because it came out like a couple years ago. Uma Thurman, Fall Out Boy, specifically oh. because they have the Monsters theme as the main riff. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Would you yeah. count that as a Halloween song? I don't know the lyrics. I only know the chorus and the. Well, it's kind of like I would not, you know, like there's oh, what's that one? There's that one pop song I hear every so often that basically uses a part of Rocket Man, but then it's not Rocket Man. That's Elton John's new career. It's just I'm going to redo all my songs with hot people. Oh, okay. He does the same thing with Tiny Dance, but it, but it wasn't, but it wasn't Rocket Man. Like most of it's not that. Yeah, it was yeah. Part it's that Lipa, uh, I can't remember the name of the song. So, and we, so cold, cold Heart. There we go. Okay, that's it. Dave and I do themes uh, every so often. So, like in 2020, we did a theme for Dead Dead. Un- or we call it Dead Undead. So any songs that had like a dead theme or an undead theme, so that can include murder and death. Mm. Yeah. So- Goodbye, Earl. I put it. De- I put yes, that on there. Yes, I put yes. that on the Dixie Chicks. Goodbye, Earl. Yeah. <laughs> I put, I put, there was also, uh, You're Dead by Norma Tanega, which Yes, is, love it. The theme to What We Do in the Shadows. I really need to find my notes for that parody I started writing. Mm. Um, I wrote a song called, I started it with, I have a song called, Seth, called Goodbye Plarg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. And Plarg is like an unknowable, unkillable, like, eldritch deity. Uh-huh. Someone contemplating how to, like, it's like someone contemplating how to kill Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, does I Fucked Cthulhu good count as a song we could put on the Holy list? Shit. There's a song called I Fucked okay. Cthulhu. Uh, Another I, thing to watch I, after I, this. Oh, goodness. It's only 30 seconds long. I don't care. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. watch it. We're okay, gonna, I think we should probably... probably okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, Bella Lugosi's dead. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, we've added the that. The song. 
Okay, I was like, of course well, he's the devil. Um, <laughs> nobody give a fuck about the bell. Hey, Vincent, should we stick him to make sure he's actually dead? Pull the string. <laughs> Pull the string. I thought you would say that. My favorite part of it was it's just him going off to do uh, morphine. He's just like off screen, just here. Ah, shit. <laughs> uh, hey, so since we're this is a joint podcast, we should probably talk about real quick what where where you can find the respective versions because this is gonna probably be released on every podcast feed. That's part of the joke. By yeah, the way. yeah. We're, you're, Listen YouTube to this version. all five times to give us this. <laughs> if you if you listen to all five versions, you unlock the secret ending. <laughs> there, there are clues hidden within each one. So you have to listen to the <laughs> give future Maureen a lot to work with. I oh, guess yeah. I don't know. If you uh, if you like like horror novels and enjoy a, a whole book club discussion, oh. listen to Darkly Lit on Creative Horror. If you like hearing about strange and weird movies. While two drunk assholes talk about them, listen to Jameson tapes. Uh-huh. If you like hearing, can't dispute that. No. If you like hearing, sometimes people who are drunk, sometimes they're not, and they just, sometimes painfully sober for depending on what we're reading. <laughs> In the past, at least, being weirdos, reading uh, people stories that ha- are submitted, or just reading stories in general, and that are safe for us to read. That are safe for us to read and give our honest opinions. Listen to Undercooked Analysis. Um, and uh, you can find me uh, in St. Louis, rolling on dubs. <laughs> I knew it! I knew, I knew it! Smoking on dubs and clubs, blowing up like Coca Puffs. Yeah, <laughs> Getting curved and getting dubbed. Daps and hugs, knees, hugs, and shoulders. He hangs out with Florida Georgia Line. Occupy <laughs> <laughs> is, is the only podcast that's not on Create Horror. And it's all because we laid in our stretch with Matt Gage. <laughs> <laughs> Most of this is on a creative horror except for a coffee and pie. I'm going down, down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring coffee and pie back. Hat with a like, update a little bit. Bye. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, I, I, come I, back, a, come back. There was a point I wanted, I wanted to end this on, and it was, uh, but I, it, it's almost loving. Alan, can you tell the folks who are listening to the show, because I think that's the perfect ending, what uh, uh, your thing about defenestration Oh, oh, I sure can. This is important. So there was a debate at my place of employment uh-huh. uh, about uh, if defenestration is specifically the act of throwing someone out of a window. Yes. Um, what would we? What would be a word for the act of throwing someone out of a door? Um, and we put this. De- we put the definition up on like our whiteboard at work with a blank in front, so someone sure. could come up with a word. The first person put up yeeting, and that's lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeeting is just throwing. That's a throwing. Yeah. 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 In general. In general. Uh, so what I came up with, I was trying to think of media where someone is specifically thrown from out of a door. Okay. Um, Preferably on multiple occasions. <laughs> on multiple occasions, where it's like their thing. <clears throat> think of only one. So instead of defenestration, uh, I've come up with DJ Jazzy Jeff Finestration. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Jazzy Jeff a lot today. Yeah. We sure have. We've You're welcome to Jazzy Jeff more than anyone has spoken of DJ Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Probably
The Jameson Tapes is hosted and created by Alan Chaney and Abysme. If you have a movie suggestion for the podcast, please leave a comment, message us on the Creative Horror Discord, or tweet at Creative Horror with the hashtag Jameson Tapes. Creative Horror is a network of creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. Please visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>